Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi, and I work in digital entertainment, and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On today's episode, we have Courtney Kosak, co-host of Reality Bites, the popular comedy podcast about love in the 2000s. She believes that working on yourself and knowing who you are and what you want are critical parts of the process of finding true love. In this episode, we discuss some of the crazy things we do when we're desperate for love and how once you cut those insane habits, love will be right there knocking on your door. So the morning that I met my current boyfriend, I was literally begging this guy to be my boyfriend. And I was talking on my cell phone, on speakerphone, and I got pulled over on Melrose, literally by a police officer. And it was like, that was the moment that I was like, oh, this ticket is not from the regular police. It's from the self-esteem police. It's like, girl, check yourself. Check yourself. Because you're, re- you're a mess right now. <laughs> you're a mess right now. What did you, what did you, what is that moment even like? That's a lot. For one it moment. was a lot. It be, here's the worst part is I, the officer pulled me over. And I wouldn't even let the guy off the phone. I was like, no, you're, you need to stay for this. And then at the, at the end, <laughs> there was like a full minute after the cop had left that I was still trying to talk to this guy. And I was like, I, this is not right. No, because if I heard the cop call, I would like throw my phone out the window. I'd be like, oh, I don't have a phone. You, you, you probably were seeing things like, she's like still on it. Like, yes, I'm guilty. Just give me the ticket. I have business. Seriously. It was exactly like that. Yeah. Take us back. Tell us about this guy. How do we get into this situation? Yeah. How do you get into a situation well, where you're begging? I, th- I think uh, I had an idea of who, you know, I online dating is like, oof, mm. you meet a lot of toads. You kiss a lot of toads. Um, but I met one guy that I was like, oh, I immediately latched on to the idea that he was right for me. He mm. was like sexy blonde 40 year old guy with like a furniture store like in my head I was like oh there's like some like shabby chic kind of like romantic quality to this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) investment property but like sexy um great tattoos anyway so I was like just hooked on the idea and it was more of like a visual fantasy than anything. And that's so dangerous to like think, get too attached to what you think you should have when there's mm-hmm. not. This guy was like pretty shoddy on the communication. Like sometimes he would go to the desert and I wouldn't hear back from him for like way too long. And we were constantly in this push pull of mm. um, him being into me but like not really ready to he hadn't had a girlfriend in like six years Mm -hmm. he wasn't really mentally in that place where his mind was even like oh I could be a good boyfriend to someone right and I was just really trying to make it happen and so I cut off 
I'd finally cut it off. Um, the incident that I told you guys about was like in August and I cut it off like probably end of May with him. Wow. 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 And then six months. What's that? No, no, no. Okay. So we dated for like, uh, five or six months Mm -hmm. casually, super casually. Like, what does that mean? Can you define casual? Like you see him once a week. It was, uh, it was like super sporadic. Cause sometimes I'd be like, Oh, why doesn't he want to commit to me? And then I wouldn't see him for a while. What's a while? Uh, three weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. That is sporadic. And then some casual, it's casual. And then sometimes we'd see each, you know, but like oh, we had amazing sex on Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, it was like, like that's how they get you, girl. That's I know. I know. <laughs> that was early on, too. So finally, it was it got to the point where. But were you guys both dating other people while you were seeing each other? I, Did you didn't, have the- I didn't want to date other like after I met him and like had decided in my head that this I, I thought this guy was for me. I didn't like and I waited probably six weeks until I was like, OK, so are we going to be exclusive? <laughs> and I asked him at the totally the wrong time. It was like I like was really aggressive postcoital like are we gonna be in a relationship and he was like i don't know like, oh my god okay but you know what you want you know when you go for it that's the- <laughs> that's you know sometimes you gotta do what you i know i've been like, shameless I would just be like uh, like he would be able to tell which is what happens usually like they, they can just tell i'm like wanting to ask something and then they'll just be like say it for me no okay good no i don't have to ask it but i like how you ask it yeah you listen this is not like a how-to this is like a what do not not do do. this this is yes this is do not do this so i really tried to make it happen with this guy and then you know summer rolled around and i was like i can't do this this is like starting to become painful for me so i broke it off and then in the meantime he thought like I just saw a couple things of his on social media, but we weren't really, we texted a little bit and like, it didn't seem like he was dating anyone. And then it turned out Mm. we made plans for this date in August. And then that day he was like, Oh, I guess I should tell you I've been seeing. (gasps) And like exclusively. And I was like, what? Wait, when you were on the phone begging him to be. No, no, no. Before that's what led to this. So, so how long was he dating this person exclusively for ever since I broke ever? So I broke things off with him. Mm -hmm. And in his mind, he was like, oh, you know what? The next person that was pretty good. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I should have tried to be exclusive with her. And then he was like, "Okay, the next person. Oh, my God. I'm going to try to be exclusive with. And he was with that person when. I, I, we texted over the summer and then I was just really hurt that it wasn't like he didn't want to do that. He hadn't wanted to do that. Why was he texting you if he wasn't an exclusive? I exactly. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm just kidding. I love guys. (laughs) These are the questions. These are the actual questions. (laughs) So yeah, we had a night where I like went over and I confronted him. What? Who does that? I was just basically like. In person? Yeah. Why did he let you in? He, well, we had plans to hang out. Okay. And then he was like, oh, I'm actually with someone. I was like, what? Okay, well, we at least need to meet up so we can talk about this. Oh, my God, what? I love this. I need to be like you. It's big dick energy, right? In the most desperate way. I need to grow it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I went over and it turned into this like... I, 
hello puppy um, it uh turned into yeah really like it got cuddly and then i was just so mad about the whole That's situation so but wait he has a girlfriend or he's exclusive he, yeah with someone? yeah but it like wow. i know and i didn't have sex with him even yeah. though like it seemed like he would have it done was on that. the table yeah, oh definitely God. um and so i call I, then the next morning is when i called him and got that ticket but i was like just mad and honestly i was yelling at him but i was more mad at mm. myself mm-hmm. for like all the stupid things that i'd done putting yourself in the situation exactly mm-hmm. yeah um so that after i got off the phone in the car after that i got that ticket and it was like not cheap those mm-hmm. cell phone it's tickets like five hundred dollars yeah it was oh, definitely a, a couple hundred bucks um and my insurance went out you know it was like yeah. i paid for that yeah <laughs> um i was like okay courtney like you're not gonna do this this is again. the universe coming at you like yes girl, yeah like, we're like done with this stop now. you're done <laughs> yeah. like you're for sure um so i really like made a firm deal with myself Mm -hmm. where I was like, really, you're not going to pine over this guy. You're not going to do any of the normal things. You're not going to try to get back together with him Mm -hmm. again. Like you've already picked one time is enough to (laughs) beg someone. (laughs) Please date me. Is that what you said? Yeah. Basically I was like, why don't you want it? Like, why won't you be with me? So bad. What did he say? Um, he was like, I'm doing this thing. It, we basically had the conversation of like him being like, no, I am trying this thing with her and it's actually good and we don't have drama, you know? And then I was like, but was, didn't we have the best sex ever? And he was like, yeah, we did have the best oh sex. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's how you convinced them. Um, want enough. more of this? Yeah, it was not enough. Yeah. And so I was determined to get back out there right away and like mm-hmm. not be like i i was going to take legitimate cues from men as to whether or not they were interested in me and i was mm-hmm. not going to push it if i thought that they weren't because like ultimately do you want a partner that you have to convince to be with you no no or to play too many games with right. but we'll get into that oh my God. i need to know games. the games there i need to know games. all the tactics i have my notebook we I'm had the lesson off. on the games like no but that's coming ago. from like a guy with low self-esteem sorry don't hate me ben. <laughs> but um i want to hear it from a girl who's actually in a successful relationship thank you so yeah He's living we, his best life <laughs> anyway continue. we had matched um this was the third time that we'd matched we'd never really messaged each other my current boyfriend and I but I was going through my contacts and um my writing partner had you know like sometimes you'll give your phone to your friends and they'll look at your contacts and they always point out totally different people than you think you should be with but she had point to him pointed to him and I thought he was attractive but she was like no this guy like you know, he's a restaurateur, like maybe I'll get you to eat something. Like, oh my was, God. She was just like, no, he's like, he's a, he's got a business. He's established. Like you need to go for someone real. And I remembered her saying that a little bit. And, um, anyway, I've just messaged him literally in the car 
after the ticket and i was like drink soon <laughs> wait via text or was this on tinder this was on the tinder okay. messaging app oh, okay. yeah um and he said yes and we scheduled for that night and we met that up. night oh my god you yeah fast, girl. no the universe had like just slapped her and she was like i'm d- i need to change my ways yes and yeah sometimes you have to change right now and i wanted to listen yeah, yeah. i wanted to listen so um we and i wasn't i went out on a date with him that night and I was coming from something and I wasn't even like my cutest, but I was like probably my realist. Okay, you know? there you go. That's how it happens. Or so I've heard. And we, <laughs> we've had the best date. It was just really, and what was good about it? Yeah. Here's a cute tidbit is my boyfriend's probably my height. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a teeny bit shorter. And he was like, I knew for a second that he was worried about it Aww. or just like he looked at me and he was and he likes tall girls. But he was yeah. like, oh, I don't know if she's going to like me or whatever. Um. And then we just pre- and I was like, oh, this isn't my best. You know, I didn't like get super dressed up for this or I didn't feel like I was also coming at it yeah. from the best place either. But then we just started talking and had there was so much laughter in our conversation and we had so many genuine points of connection and like my grandma had died four months ago or something. And it took a long time for me to really like I hadn't lost someone really close to me before. And I grew up with her and like, so I just remember uh, we went deep on Mm -hmm. the first date. Mm -hmm. How long was this first date? So we started at 4100 club. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Silver Lake. Tiffany, you never take me to the fun places saw that when you were talking about this date i didn't even know why oh okay. that's so funny yeah it's a little divey it's across mm-hmm. from intelligentsia okay i do it's so far <laughs> you know he doesn't venture down there oh my god if okay. i lived over here i wouldn't go there either oh my god um so we yeah we had a great date at 4100 club and we were having so much fun that um he was like do you want to go get dinner and so we went down to El Condor, like two blocks mm-hmm. down, and we walked down there. And that's when we were like standing next to each other on the sidewalk. And I, he looked over and he was just like, is she going to be OK with this? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's pretty tall. Oh, my God. Um, which was really cute. And then we, um, yeah, had an awesome time at El Condor. And that's when we started. We the conversation really like went deep. And I think we were both just like really comfortable around each other already which is just that's just luck like Mm -hmm. you know but it's good to lean into it when it's there yeah um and uh I had this so I this is a in a weird story but my grandma had this thing with money um she would always give us as gifts like crisp bills and with like and she'd point out the cereal uh, letters and numbers to be like that's C for Courtney because she's charming oh, or like, you know cute. whatever it's really okay. cute and so at one of my like lowest points of um, dealing with her grief and and also kind of getting over that other guy I like had this really rough day and I found this hundred crisp one hundred dollar bill with um, my grandma's name was Betty and the serial letters were like B L C and she would have been like Betty loves Courtney Aww. which right that's so sweet so anyway I would carry around this hundred dollar bill that I found and when I was you know if I like had the opportunity to t- tell somebody I would I like shared that story with him and then he started telling me about 
his dad and like the lose the process of losing him mm. and the self-discovery that led him on. And so I just think the fact that we could really go there on our first date and really feel like comfortable around each other mm. and feel like, Oh, we really like got to know each other in a non and people say like, you shouldn't talk about mm. certain things, probably death <laughs> on a first date. Yeah. But I don't think there should be rules like that. Yeah. I think like, yeah, I definitely know what the rules are. Because you want to talk about things that matter to you as a person mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And if that's what you're going through, that's what you're going through. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I think like if the vibe is right, like of course you want to read the room and like if the, see if the person's going to be receptive to your story or whatever, or like why would you even want to tell them? Yeah. But you know, if, if you're both comfortable and it is feeling right, like you can go deep. And yeah. like for us, that was a really great, um, way to get to know each other and then I was so I was telling you guys I at the time I'm a very monogamous person but I made myself continue to date other people Mm -hmm. and even and I didn't know if he was I was like wow that was the best first date I ever had and in fact I told my friend I just thought it was too soon after the yeah. other guy. I told my friend the next day, I was like, he's going to be awesome for somebody else. Oh my God. What? Wow. <laughs> and then I kept like, you know, I was busy. I was launching my podcast at the time. And like, so, and we were shooting it too. And there was just a lot going on. So really long days. So I didn't really have that much time to date but I was like I definitely went on some first dates that didn't go anywhere and like I hooked up with someone (laughs) you know like I let myself continue to explore while I was still unsure Mm -hmm. and in the past I maybe would have like tried to be monogamous with someone sooner and Mm -hmm. I don't and I I don't know if if it would have worked out in exactly the same way right and he did so you were wondering how to play the game. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Let's I don't go. know if you can, I don't know if it works as well when it's you gamifying it in this way. <laughs> if you're like actively <laughs> gaming the system. Yeah. So, right. So I think I was an advantage at an advantage that I wasn't trying to play the yeah. game, but the aspects of what happened with us that are, actually how they would tell you to play the game that just happened are that you I kept myself out there Mm -hmm. right I was dating multiple people I was busy so Mm -hmm. I genuinely like so he'd ask you out and be like oh I can't tonight or like yeah I I couldn't always do it and like and he wouldn't he wouldn't he would just check in with me sometimes and sometimes I would be able to hang out and sometimes I wouldn't he, w- he said later, he was like, you're like a comet. He's like, oh I didn't God. know when you were going to come back, but I always knew like eventually you would. Uh, and <laughs> can that please be part of the wedding? <laughs> That's really this. sweet. Really cute. Okay. And he was patient. I mean, and I think uh, for the other side of it, like you, you don't always know which person you're going to be in that equation or exactly mm-hmm. like how... I mean, I think happy couples can be forged in lots of different ways. But for him, like, he was really interested in me from the beginning. And I think he didn't take offense that I was still 
dating other people Mm -hmm. like he didn't take it personally and he shouldn't have right and he was patient i mean we were exclusive by like six or eight weeks okay so it wasn't like he had to wait forever yeah but he wasn't pushy and he was just nice and patient and persistent and i think <laughs> it really yeah, like all you really need and pp long game nice, girl patient, long game i'm putting that in my notebook <laughs> um wait so then how did he like bring it up to be exclusive or did you bring it up or um, what was the combo like there so that's a good question i i remember it was about okay so we met on august 16th i remember mm-hmm. it because that's <laughs> how, how traumatic that how ticket was <laughs> um and then he had just opened a restaurant and um in september and he uh let me have my birthday on oh, the, the patio yeah. which is on september 30th so right around that time i think he said something like I can't, I think he brought it up, but it was like a gentle, like, um, just tease about like, well, I mean, (laughs) I like you enough to let you like have your birthday there or something like that. And I, I was super into him. Like I wanted it to happen at that time. Normally people pay to have their birthday there, right? It was just like a really special kind of thing that he, that, yeah, he went above and beyond and like Mm -hmm. had it reserved and he normally wouldn't do that for i don't know it was just it felt special mm-hmm. um yeah cute okay well, you guys can't see it but she's smiling so big right now oh my god i want that feeling stop um okay so you can have that feeling use her tips wait what okay what tips courtney do you have like 101 like, <laughs> <laughs> courtney 101 yeah i need like for real, you girl i need real tangible tips so do you have anyone that you're that's like a possibility right now I'm talking to like a couple people, but there's no one that's like, what was that? Oh no, I'm literally uh, fixing there's my, no my one that was like, There's no one that, I don't know. I feel like I'm one of those people where if, if someone's feeling me and like shows me that I like them more, mm. but I feel like recently I've been going on dates where I can't read how they feel about me. Which Do they is, say how they feel about you? no okay if you can't read it and i mean here's here's what i'm learning like that applies to relationships and i think it applies to a lot of other career stuff too is just like if it's not a hell yes it's a no you think yeah i think there is a period of getting to know right but you don't have to drive that car you know what i mean that's my problem i always feel like i have to drive the car because like i guess i'm not patient and i want to know like what's the situation here do you like me what's it let's go like you into this let's get it hop in (laughs) (laughs) literally to me he's like okay we're good to you you're in because i totally do that like i'll have what i do which is so bad and i realize i need to stop doing this is i always buy tickets to things and get two tickets and i'm like i'm just gonna plug someone into here like whoever i'm dating and i think like that puts so much pressure on this other person because i'm like putting them into like my plus one seat Uh. um and 
it makes it not organic if that makes any sense well listen i think going out to list that is a fun that you sound like a great date to I mean, like or have a ticket yeah. for something yeah. ready yeah i like literally take them to the best things i'm like how can people like not be in love with me i'm taking them to this concert i'm taking them to this rooftop dinner like i guess i'm just uh, do you go on a lot of first dates where that's it where you'll just if it's not exactly if you don't have a good feeling about it you just kind of let it go yeah okay yeah i think that's key i think you know i don't drag on anymore like i feel like if i feel a connection then i want to see them again and if i don't then i just don't yeah you know you know if it's like not a feel but then now i've recently been going on like good first dates oh that's good and then like the second date isn't as good as the first date is that uh, weird? No, you know, I think like, like that's... Shouldn't it build up and like be better? Well, the first date has like a lot of things coming in. A lot of inputs here. The second yeah. date has like the first date input and then the expectations are just different. I feel like you have to do like the long... Like on average, are we going up? Yeah, like you right. can... there. You can allow for an aqua, uh, less than perfect scenario. I just think, yeah. you, you know, like you could be tired after work or, you yeah, know like there are a lot of just is, factors yeah. about why it could be not yeah. it was the one who was tired right yeah people are really tired at night girl like sometimes <laughs> you, you just can't give like your best yeah and i understand that but then i'm one of those energy people where if someone gives me tired then i like manifest it and i give them that back so then you're both not feeling good whereas like one person can like i want to be the one who like lifts it up and like then he doesn't feel like there's a problem or that his that someone's tiredness affected me does that make sense oh i mean i'm like a highly sensitive person yeah and I, like i'll pick up someone's energy to, or I have to be really careful about it. Yeah. But, you know, because... That happens exactly. Yeah, happens. You're very high in energy. You pres- you're really in tune with energies. But I think if someone gives you tired, give them a place to rest their head. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take it... <laughs> you don't have to take it up. Yeah. <laughs> just give yeah. them what they... They're actually tired. They just need, like, a rest moment. I just... I hate not knowing. You know what I, I know. mean? That's the most excruciating no, part. No, the thing is you do know. You literally are in tune with the energy. He gave you tired. Yeah. You don't have to, like, make it the, like, most fun date, like, the first one when he wasn't tired. Yeah. Right. Or, like, make it about you. That I'm he's like, tired because make it about he, me. he, he doesn't like, he's like you. He's clearly not interested. <laughs> and so now he's tired. <laughs> no, he arrived tired. But he wanted to see you, so he came there. Right. I don't know. The, bo- the when you would really know as if he was tired. I was like, I, I, like I, I know. I'm not, I'm not even going to go. I think, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would hate that. You, you just need to keep, I mean, you, like, I've listened to a ton of the podcasts. You're like, have a great career going mm-hmm. on and, like, things are happening for you. So, like, just, I think, I think you just have to keep doing i know it's so shitty because for months i was like yeah. oh god i don't want to keep going on these first dates and yeah. like i do just want to find someone right. but like the person that i tried to fit into that mold didn't work you just have right. to wait for someone that does feel like oh this feels good easy yeah this feels easy yes you know what's is so funny it? is the night that i was meeting with the guy that it didn't work out with he said about the girl that he was seeing like you know, it's just easy. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, why? Like, what did why would mean? you put me in those uncomfortable I was like, easy sucks. Like, <laughs> easy is, 
you know overrated because we all kind of like the passionate dramatic like there's also that feeling too where it's like shouldn't it feel like you have like you have to fight for it but no i like i don't know but that once i started really dating my um now boyfriend and like i did it wasn't like it was just like it was easy with us and everything else that had, that had to slide into place and me ending things with other people and whatever did happen pretty naturally just because I just let myself go with, with the flow on that. And like, I never valued that before. I seriously was always like easy is garbage. And I really think easy Easy's is great. Easy is what you want. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Find me an easy man. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like part of me... Like, Are any of your two current ones easy? Do they feel easy? Um, w- One of them feels a little too much. Not like... Not that it's not easy for me, but he's like... Loves texting a lot and like is like intense. But not in a bad way. In a like really like excited for life way. So mm. I want to like embrace that oh my god i would fall apart you know you i'm would, not good with the text and yeah you are not good you would not be able to respond because it's just like so much mm-hmm. but the other one doesn't text me at all and it's only if it's like to set up plans oh you know um do you get a good read in person with him about you your guys compatibility i don't mm. no Oh, this is what we were talking about earlier, too, that I think is really valuable. So I used to have this idea in my head that, like, did I mention this? That I should only date comedy writers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh As a comedy writer. Like, that's the only kind of person that that would understand me and that we would get along. Um, And, like, what am I never going to laugh again? (laughs) You know, just just stupid stuff about why I thought I should only be with a comedy writer. And the guy that I'm with now is not in the industry and it's close enough. Like we have enough overlap in that we, you know, both do very conceptual stuff and like his work is artistic in a way. And like, you know, both of us pitch a lot. So we like to like pitch each other our ideas, but it's not, there's no competitive competition between us. And it's such a breath of fresh air to, learn about someone else's I've could see I've heard you say on the podcast before like you love when it's not exactly what you do but it's oh, like a my win- favorite thing yeah, yeah. Like I think that's sense. wonderful yeah when it's like a window into a slightly different world but you guys still kind of talk the same language yeah that is perfect that's what I okay I want that do yeah I don't want anyone in entertainment but I will love someone in like I love engineers. I love a good engineer. Ooh. Yeah. Where like are that. you scouting these engineers at? Uh, Since like, we know what we want, we must just go there. I do it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I do it in person. I do it online. I don't know. I feel like... Um, like what kind of engineer? Like a software any engineer? Any type of engineer. Okay, I, someone who solves problems. All of my exes have been engineers. But like different types. What do you like about them? Um... I like how they think differently, are really passionate about what they do, um, and I don't know. They could, even though it doesn't seem like they'd be creative, they're like really creative in their own way. Mm-hmm. 
because they solve problems yeah yeah exactly that's another thing like they're problem solvers and i like always have a million problems so they help me it's probably a good energy match for you too yeah because they're more like calm and i'm like (laughs) yeah no my friend when i first started dating uh wade and she i we went to his restaurant one time and um she was she was like, I, I'm like, I love a spicy margarita. She's like, so Same. do we. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, girl, you are the spice in the spicy margarita. <laughs> so like, you let him be the margarita. <laughs> I'm like the saffron on the white rice. Yeah. Like, I'm like, the, that's like my Persian way of saying. What's it. that like dish called with a crispy top? Teddy. Teddy. But it's like you can't make that dish if you just have two spices or two, you know. Yeah, just like a bunch of rice. rice. Like you need the rice. rice. Yeah, you need the rice for the spice. And then together it's like a great dish. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's, I know what I like. I guess I know what I like and what I want. So why are you messing with all these people that are not what you like? Exactly. Wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> gonna be coming for me on this episode. No, these are the questions. This is I'm asking this to because you. Because it's to me. also you know how we're talking about try, like trying different things. It might not necessarily be what you think you'll be with. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I was just literally at um drinks at someone's house for drinks and what like they're a couple they're married and the guy was like oh yeah when i met her i thought she was like the most annoying person ever but she grew on me so i think you need to like give people a chance and i'm like no i do i think like online dating can feel incredibly disposable and it's easy to ghost on people and it's like easy to have people be the worst to you and also be the worst and i really think like there's some value into to giving people a chance mm-hmm. and like seeing something you know you, you shouldn't go on another date with someone if you're not if you know you're not feeling it but mm-hmm. if you're like this is a question mark for me yeah like that's okay to keep pursuing but it. didn't you just say it should be a hell yes after then- you give it a chance and you've gone on like enough dates that you're like okay this is like for not hell yeses i'm not gonna go on five you know what i mean right yeah so like on a case-by-case basis i see give them a chance and then it has to be a hell yes i just want to just like fall into one like i how you were just saying it's easy like how do i get it to be easy i think when you're just like i don't know girl i had to get really low (laughs) get um a ticket and big a guy to <laughs> because i feel like i got this mixed messaging like i know so many girls who like beg and like are strategic and do these like games and then they like get the guy but i got a different guy yeah i didn't get the guy that i begged yeah. right she, she i no, got no, the saying, next guy i'm saying so i hear both I hear of like going with the flow and he'll just like come your way and i've heard like no you have to be strategic and you have to like plan it and do that i don't know i think it depends i mean listen i know some girls that just they are those strategic kind of girls anyway and like so maybe they're being their most authentic self that's true okay but like that isn't me really that's not like what how i want to approach love so for me i just really had to i do think it all like i had a couple traumatic breakups Mm -hmm. in my late 20s where i was like oh i I really had to work on myself and Mm -hmm. 
it just really like I was telling you guys I read the secret I got <laughs> just real low <laughs> um no but I had to decide like what kind of partner I wanted to be yeah. um Ooh, that's a good one yeah I for like real that. and like and make sp- space in my life and be okay with really truly being alone mm-hmm. and I think that yes I begged that guy that day but I'd been doing a lot of work up to that point of like mm-hmm. really asking myself hard questions about what I wanted and who I wanted to be and what I wanted my life to look like. And I do think like, you know, in a way I manifested the person that I really should be with and really ultimately want to be with. Cause you have to be right and ready. Yeah. For the right. and re- Are like you the saying re- that I'm not right and ready? No, I'm talking about to the people okay. listening and to myself. Um, are you? I think I'm so right and ready. Then you're good. Then you're good. Then maybe you're in the magic dark. So there's this girl. What's that? <laughs> are you guys woo woo? You guys like to get a, um there's What's this that? uh woman named Lacey Phillips uh-huh. and she's like kind of new agey um but she's into manifestation. Mm-hmm. You guys look her up. Um but she Lacey Phillips. Lacey Phillips. Um and you know, I I drink the Kool-Aid a little bit with oh her God, stuff. I totally drink the Kool-Aid. I, yeah. Okay. Now I know yeah, what you mean by the woo-woo stuff. Yeah. She, she says, um, you know, the if you have done all the work on yourself and you have been like really trying to like clear your bullshit away and whatever. So, you know, we're sitting here and we're like, are you ready? And you're like, I think so. <laughs> and and if your if your stuff isn't coming through, like you might be in this place. She this is super woo woo. She likes to call the magic dark. Okay. Which is like the little time in between where you're like where you're about to get what you you've done all the work. I'm in the magic dark. Okay, I'm in ma'am. the magic dark. This is me. This is me. Um okay, so it's coming. Great. <laughs> It might be next episode. You guys, you might be. Oh my god, I'm engaged. <laughs> Tell me about the magic dark. Okay, so just before it comes. Just before it comes. Oh yeah. You know, like it's darkest it. before dawn. dawn. Yeah. The magic hour. Is that what? It was? Yeah. I didn't do that. That's like the opposite. Like, yeah. The <laughs> anyway, I'm toned up. Um. So okay. That's interesting. Let's talk about um, reality bites. Uh, yeah, you've been, let's. You, you've you, superstar podcast. What's it like being a star? First of all, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> um, you know the podcast has been. It sounds like you guys were in maybe a similar place when you started your podcast, but it has been such a like great way to kind of document my journey and. Huh? And go through the self-improvement that even now I'm in a relationship and it's like you're never done working on yourself. But to keep uh, and we have such great guests. I know I'm sure you guys feel this a little bit, but like having the conversations where you're like learning about other people's lives and really what work for them and like just being expanded by the possibilities in their stories is such a really life-changing thing. It's been really beautiful for me. Um, and yeah, we have a we have amazing guests coming up. We have Reza Aslan and his wife, Jessica Jackley. He wrote uh, God and he's like a, a religion scholar and they're talking to us about like how they talk to their kids about religion and sex. Oh my God. Um, that sounds really cool. And as... 
you know, my co co-host Sophia is um, in a on a journey to get a surrogate pregnant and like have her and her husband are gonna have their first child. And I think as you know, Wade and I might get married oh in God. a few years. Like as we approach these next transitions in our lives, it's really kind of amazing to talk to people that have been there and done that and um, just get to see this wide breadth of stories and, and really mm. like soak in other people's knowledge. Yeah. It's so cool. I can't and, wait um, to have you guys on. Oh wait. my God. I cannot wait. Um, a question, two, two questions. One is, well, actually to add on to your thing, I went on a date yesterday. The Ooh. Day was, the day was fine. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> no, no more. Um, <laughs> Because he never talks about his stuff I on know. here. It's all me. But you got to think of me really. So I, many people have asked, like, can we hear more about Kudzi's love life? I really think of myself as, like, bringing stories out of people, okay. you know? You're, Helping the, the truth and the magic okay, come out. So, anyway. Um, no, because I was thinking about, well, one thing I was thinking about, I'm actually, like, a really private person. Mm-hmm. So, like, this, I so, like, too. like sharing, yeah. like, my date, it's, like, it's really a lot. But, you know, I went on a date. That's like more than I normally say. But I was... I reali- he dates, guys. <laughs> there you go. Um, I realized this podcast has been so helpful. Uh. Like talking to over 40 people at this point, if we just keep going for a very long time. But um, dating is hard for everyone in yeah. every situation, like all the time. I really used to think like it's just hard for me or it's just a mess, but it's really not. <laughs> and like the podcast has been the most healing thing because like everyone's a mess. It's and amazing. Like figuring it out. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. Hearing, I mean, we've had just such a wide spectrum of people on and all kinds of stories about gender and sexuality and just like yeah. so many stories about heartbreak and whatever and just normalizing things and realizing like we are all just really vulnerable creatures mm-hmm. is, yeah, amazing. It's been it, like it makes me kind of want to cry <laughs> <laughs> what has been like if you were to like sum it all up like reality bites like what has been like the one lesson about love that like has like really st- stuck with you oh that's a good question um you know what i've learned over that period both in romantic relationships and also friendships and um whatever is that I used to hold on to the relationships that I had at the moment so hard, like that there could never be anything else. Like there could never be another guy that was going to be right for me. Or like I could never have another best friend like that or whatever. Um, and I think, you know, like I don't want to break up with my current boyfriend, but like the, in life you're trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And sometimes having like the most beautiful existence on this earth means that you're going to have to let go of some things. And I try not to resist. You know what I mean? Mm, I still go after exactly what I want. But if I'm like getting clear signs that, you know, someone doesn't want to hang out with me or someone does, you know, not like I'm taking things personally when I shouldn't. But I'm just instead of. (laughs) instead of being the girl that gets a ticket from the self-esteem police Mm -hmm. i'm trying to like love myself enough to know like it's okay if 
you know, I'm still on my journey and my journey is still important and I'm still a good person, even if someone doesn't want to be with me or whatever. Love that. That's so good. (laughs) Did you receive that? I did receive that. I I feel that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I don't take I don't think I take anything personally anymore. It's Mm -hmm. just like, where's where is he? I know it's hard to you be know, patient. Like, I don't know, like if I if I go on a date and it doesn't work out, like it never sits on me. Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, we tried it, you mm-hmm. know. But I think it's more would like you rec- would you would you be able to recognize him if he popped up? Like, Do you today? love your life right now? Yeah, I think I have a great life. There's nothing I could add to it except for like a great man who loves me and cherishes me. But you I don't know, think like- that's why she was asking the question. <laughs> Let's say she just had ended it as I love my life right now. What were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I. Th- <laughs> that was a question. No. Yeah. That Do you love? Would you recognize the right guy if he showed up? That was Kudzi's question. I think so. I mean, like honestly, yes. I can't imagine a world where I wouldn't recognize him. Then, girl, you're in the magic dark. It's the yeah. magic dark. I'm trying to find my way out of the darkness into the light. <laughs> Do you have to like force yourself out of the magic dark, or do you just like it? You, like I it think just you just keep. I keep, think. Like, uh, suddenly someone turns on the light <laughs> Lacey's the expert but I think yeah you just have to keep doing you mm-hmm. the very best I'm that you can me. I, I think that's the lesson that that really a better articulated version of it is just like that you have to yeah really love yourself and really like focus on your own growth and if you keep your your lane clean or whatever you're more likely oh, to like attract that. someone amazing to your life I guess like that's that's the one thing I do think I need to work on is that I'm too hard on myself and I put so much uh, pressure in every little pocket of my life. Like whether that's drop, like it's like, oh, you have to do this job thing, right? Or you have to do this thing. And if I don't, I'm like, I over, I think about it for a while, more so than even relationships. I think if I do something wrong in dating, I won't dwell on like, oh, I should have done this better. But like, and like, friendships or in jobs or in things that like mm-hmm. might affect my future in that moment i'm like why did you do that you should have done this that's so strategic blah, blah blah and i'll ask like 30 different people for their advice and i'm really just trying to get the one that i think is right from like those 30 people oh yeah oprah says when when you find yourself going outside of yourself for like the answers to like too many people that's you yeah. you that's that's a wrong direction which exactly. you need to just like stop because you actually know what you need to do and just turn yeah. inward i relate to you so hard like i'm also a perfectionist and i can be really obsessive yeah. and just compulsive about like wanting things to be a certain way yeah and yeah, you can't control it. Oh. <laughs> That's this shitty answer, but you can't. <laughs> I just love controlling things, but I know I need to stop. And it's so hard to just live in the moment. I know. I mean, I find that with my... Is I that mean, crazy to say? But it's not going to stop when you meet the man either. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy with Wade and we have a beautiful thing. And it's still like, you know, yeah, you just have to keep working on yourself I'm still anxious in a way sometimes where I like I just need to chill like this is actually like not good for us yeah so it's gonna be a whole lifetime oh my gosh wow well get ready future partner I'm just (laughs) if you guys are feeling like you're out of sync or if anything in here resonated with you I think like please let us know on Twitter at love and limbo land or Facebook at love and limbo land 
or our new website, loveandlimited.com, just started that. But I think like that idea of like, there's you, I've been like having a lot of like intense, like self-realizations, you know, like Kylie, so you're realizing things and realizing stuff. Um, Are you Kylie? Is that what you're saying? No, she has that famous. Don't you know that meme when she says that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Well, the video. It's the year of realizing things and realizing stuff. But there's you, and then there's like the craziness around you. Uh And like you really have to, well, the craziness, maybe not everything's crazy, just like people and stuff in the world. You have to know who you are. Yeah. And like you, and like, but like deeply. Yes. So that you're not easily shaken and swayed and like moved by like every other force. Yeah. Because if all that stuff is stripped away, Mm -hmm. will you still be you? Exactly. Will you? Will you? Yes. I'm, I think I've gotten better at knowing like that all that other stuff around you isn't real. Yeah. Like the date is a date, but it's not like, it's not you. Like if it's bad, Mm -mm. it was, it was just like, that's fine over there. You know? Yeah. And then I'll like find my way to like the next experience. Yeah, it's hard to think. We have this thing, I think, as humans, is like each moment that we're in, it we attach such permanence to it. And it's not, it's like, you know, nothing lasts forever. Even it's so funny, people are like, the internet is forever. Mm-hmm. And like, I slowly, <laughs> I have articles I wrote in like 2012 mm-hmm. that I like, have on my website is clips and it's so funny i just realized a bunch of them are gone like i wrote for exo jane for a while uh-huh. the, none of that stuff's on the internet like it's gone where it's, is it n- they just deleted all the content on oh, the site but, jane but do you know what i mean <laughs> it just is like an example of like oh my god like things that even think that we say are we forever yeah it's they like are. they're not really disappear everything's fleeting or maybe if they do stay because i feel like you can always find an old web page like archived on those crazy sites that you can be like where it was but like also people don't care people yeah. don't <laughs> care i don't like, know when the last time i googled just, someone is but just like it care. used to be a thing <laughs> yeah. now i'm just like okay yeah let's see what happens I'm or i it. used to think that if i had like one awkward interaction with someone or what what whatever if i did something embarrassing in yeah. front of someone that that would be the way that they would remember me forever or whatever and it's like <laughs> maybe but how many do you do that i feel like i like have a I nice used view to, but now i'm like if someone does that they have if someone's going to judge me for like a moment right. then they have issues not me yeah. so like they need to get over it yeah. Like when people say um, I'm too, because I think like when people first meet me, and I always say I have like the worst first impression. <laughs> like, you also need to stop speaking that energy. No, into no, the world. but it's not. But I, but that's the thing. I'm like the comeback kid because when people like get to know me, they're like, oh, like I, like everyone either thinks like when they first meet me that like I'm a bitch. Yeah, same. Or like, <laughs> or that I'm too. Like sometimes when I'm trying not to be like myself, mm-hmm. I'll just not say anything right, and right, they'll right. think it'll do the opposite of like when i talk too much people are like oh she's too much so I either get like oh she's too much or oh she's a bitch and like doesn't want anything with us mm-hmm. i can't i've been always trying in my life to just be relatable warmth but it's the hardest thing <laughs> ever just be so yourself. funny aren't you the queen of just be yourself striving to be relatable <laughs> warmth Yes, but I think in my inner core, I am relatable and warmth, but like my outside situations make me act in a different way. So it's like either make me act theatrical because like I'm, 
I don't want people to see the true me or either like make me close up because it's like mm. I don't even want to try. Mm. You need to do Lacey. <laughs> I'm just on the show <laughs> plugging Lacey. <laughs> Where is no, she? She has she has this course. I'm actually gonna take it, but um, it's called Unblocked. But uh, yeah, no, I listen. I think of that stuff as like I'm trying to next level in my career I'm like oh is there a part of me that like doesn't want to be seen because I have those same things that you're talking about where like (laughs) sometimes when I first meet people it's like do they are are we really am I relatable or what's going on um but yeah yeah I don't know we do all just have to get so comfortable with who we are because you seem really comfortable with yourself I'm uh, sometimes like I'm going through this weird shift lately where I feel really like good. You seem centered and good. And like the crazy stuff because it just never ends. It's just outside. Yeah. I went through a weird social media thing. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I feel like you have to hit rock bottom. (laughs) I went through a really weird thing where where I realized I literally woke up one morning. I was like, oh, that's not even that's not Not even me. Like Uh that. Like that's not like I didn't even do it. Like what people say about you. I'm like, oh, that's I'm not even that person. Oh, yeah. And then when I realized the gap, it was just so much better. Right. Like literally people can like love you or not love you. It it doesn't even matter. Like both are like actually like not about like it's still not you. Yes. There's you. Yes. It's about the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Like the highs and the lows. It's about the other person. People hate the lows, but they think it's addicted to the highs. It's all the same thing. It's like outside. There's you. And then there's like the other stuff. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I'm just, you know, Tiffany knows I've just been. Mm-hmm. on a comeback from that situation but yeah but yeah. i think like you needed that situation to come to this realization yeah. because i tried to tell you at the time yeah but you know you, but know, you don't know until you, you live, through live through it yeah yeah um yeah and it's like really easy it's like you, what you told me is what i would tell the people you would tell someone right yeah. but i think when it's just your life it's different yeah, yeah. because everything seems so life and death in the moment <laughs> yeah. like so like like, I'm sure there were friends who told you the guy was like, like, let it go. Like, stop, girl. Like, the one you were begging. But you, you, but you literally had to be, like, yeah, getting exactly. a ticket. Like, you probably have friends being like, girl, what are you doing? Oh, my what? God. They were all like, please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you literally had to get a ticket and then you just, have to go just be in a situation it. where you have to see yourself and be like, no, I'm not that girl. Yeah. I'm not that person. Yes. Um, Amen. But anyway, thank you so much for coming. Thank this was you. so good. Yeah. Where do they find the podcast and your socials and life and everything? So it's Reality Bites with a Y. Um, we're on iTunes and all the podcast platforms. Um, and uh, we're about to revive the YouTube channel. So uh, it's youtube.com slash reality bites. Um, and then I am on social media at Courtney Kosak. My last name is K-O-C-A-K. I'm on Instagram. I like to post bikini thirst traps. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Come find me on the internet, booze. Do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate,